Hey, this is Christopher DeVos from Podcast 42, and you are currently listening to The Cretans Guild on the Podfix Network. Let's 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 fuck up another timeless classic. Why not? <laughs> A scene to be described for the visual thinker. An on interior. this show? A thinker? <laughs> roll with me on this one. Well, I mean, the only thing we can do is roll. I've seen our shape. Can I fucking finish? No. <laughs> I'm not even a single sentence in. We have a precedent to maintain. <laughs> I understand this. <laughs> An interior decked and replenished with Christmas soul. The typical roaring hearth. Serving as a host of tonight's gathering. Stocking yeah, you know the great host for tonight's gathering would be no, Jay Leno. No, Jay Leno no, no, would be no, fantastic. No, no, no. Oh, for fuck's sake. Absolutely not. This is going to take all night. <laughs> it always does. <laughs> Stockings hung up above, singing the telltale song of many little clinking airplane liquor. Bo- what the fuck? Who wrote this? It, that was me. Shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> a table nearby, emburdened. I don't think that's a word. With three carefully steward piles of screenplay, accompanied by a silent trio of glassware holding a post as home to whom knows what manner of liquid ore. Excuse me? Wow. <laughs> Behind the table, three cozy but unexpected, worn-out easy chairs. In those chairs. Us. Sadly. <laughs> Salutations, we are the Cretans Guild. And though over the years this seasonal tradition of ours has gathered all manner of scorn from family and friend alike, as well as boastful presence on Sunday federal databases. What the fuck? S- sundry. sundry. Sundry federal sundry. databases. Sundry. Yes. sundry. Which and, would and include, Sunday. I guess Sunday is a kind of an <laughs> office hall. Especially or... on Sundays. Yes. Yeah. Right. Twice on Sunday. <laughs> we are back. Back again to regale you with yet another shameless mutilation of a wholesome Yuletide side favorite. Now I know why Bob wanted to go into this blind. Shameless Ugh. mutilation is my... You know what? I'm going to go with Offspring cover band name. Offspring cover band? Okay, no, no, yeah. no I got one. Okay. Uh, shameless Mutilation is my without shame. All right. Okay, hang on a second. All right. Uh, we'll get back to you. Classical? Uh-uh. We're going to do it. Classical Buzz Cox cover band. I like it. Yeah? All right, good. Proceed, wino! This just victim, the gift of the Magi. And all of your ears. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. And all the spirit binds us every year around this time. We invite you to grab a glass, join us by the fire, and hear us carve another strip of our hellbound souls away from the, sim- the sake of simple, sophomoric amusement. <laughs> For it is Christmas time, and, well, you already know who you're spending it with. The Cretans. I, I love that you have, you started this as Wino. And <laughs> you've somehow turned into a cross between a random Scotsman. Oh, you want Scotsman. And Albert Einstein. <laughs> uh, what? I was okay. thinking of I was thinking about the character like this, alright? This is somebody who clearly is trained, uh, professionally trained in the uh, in the art of uh, in the oratorical arts, but who, this is the twenties, mind you, was most likely an immigrant. Sure. And sure. by virtue of that, probably you know an, an inebriator, uh, was trying to uh, help himself along with a bit of chemical assistance throughout the read. That's and, fair. And uh, by the time the uh, threshold for tolerance was passed. <clears throat> His home accent began to come out. Let's just get on with this. Yes. Let's finish the fucking story. 
All right. Uh, let me finish the intro at least. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, Mr. And intro. And now they turn our attention to a small, seemingly insignificant collection of currency <laughs> sitting upon a simple table in a simple flat. <laughs> and then it becomes Rob Halford. <laughs> <laughs> You've got another thing coming. Uh, $1.87. That was all. And 60 cents of it was in pennies. Pennies saved one and two at a time by bulldozing the grocer and the vegetable man. <laughs> what? Straight up. I thought you like wrote this joke stuff into it like early on. <laughs> And I forgot that, wow. like, during Ho Henry's time, it was a much more innocent time. Bulldozing the grocer and the vegetable man. What's a vegetable Who man? Is that? I'm the vegetable man, bitch! <laughs> I mean, grocer, I understand. The butcher, I understand. What's a vegetable man? Eat my broccoli! <laughs> Alright, uh, vegetable man and the butcher until one cheeks burned with the silent imputation of parsimony that such clothes dealing implied. I had a spicy sandwich for lunch today, and uh, my cheeks burned with silent imputation. I don't know if it was from parsimony, but... <laughs> that would be my ACDC garage band. <laughs> Pars parsimony! <laughs> uh, where am I? Oh, right. Della. I'm reading a lot here. Yes. One dollar and 87 cents! <laughs> got a voice like an angel. <laughs> Three times she counted it. And the next day would be Christmas. There was clearly nothing to do but... I'm having trouble focusing, thank you. <laughs> Alright, three times she counted. And the next day would be Christmas. There would clearly nothing... To, there was clearly nothing to do but flop down on the shabby little couch and howl. No, just like Lone Ranger's mother. <laughs> so Della did it. Just like Lone which, Ranger's mother. <laughs> <laughs> which instigates the more reflection that life is made up of sobs, sniffles, and smiles with... Sniffles predominating. That's a lot of sniffles. While the mistress of the house is gradually subsiding from the first stage to the second, take a look at the home. Take a look at my home. It's the only one I've got. <laughs> a furnished flat at $8 per week. Oh, fuck off. It costs yeah, $8 really. per week. Quit bitching, Della. It did not exactly beggar description, but it certainly had that word on the outlook. Look out for the men... Mendescence? Oh okay, my god. Okay, okay. <laughs> Alright. New rule. Fuck go, Henry. Just say what you want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this this is the guy that perfected the art of the $50 word. In the vestibule below, there was a letter box into which no letter would go. Oh. So it's just a box? <laughs> just, <no. laughs> yeah. Just like Lone Ranger's mother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe we should put a curb on that. <laughs> Oh, or a limit. From what the mailman tells me, you can stuff plenty of letters into that box. Hey! hey. <laughs> and an electric button from which no mortal finger could coax a ring. Also, appertaining. Appertaining. I gotta. I gotta give it to Bob here. I, I, o. Henry's kind of like I'm a writer all over this thing, you know. <laughs> Holy! Oh my God! Can I get an English <laughs> dictionary? Uh, also appertaining. Thereunto was a card bearing the name Mr. James Dillingham Young, <laughs> Esquire. He is not the, a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> the Dillingham had been flung to the breeze during a former period of prosperity when the possessor was being paid $30 per week when the income was shrunk to 20 
though that they were thinking seriously of contracting to a modest, a modest and unassuming. I don't, uh, I don't understand what's happening here. I, that, yeah, I'm, Wait, when Mickey and Minnie did this, they just they, they sold some shit, and Mickey fought Pete for a tree. <laughs> I'm not lying. That happened in the movie. It's no, I believe <laughs> they 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 set up like a third party conflict in the Disney version of the story. Well, Mickey the Mouse, you're not going to be able to get that out of here. I'm gonna take oh, hey, that Jim money, Cummings, that money, that money. everybody. It's TV's Jim Cummings doing the voice of Peg Leg. Oh, not Peg Leg Pete in that one, but just Pete. Night, night, Peg Leg Pete. Night. Right. <laughs> but whenever Mr. James Dillingham Young came home and reached his flat above, he was called Jim. Jim! 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 Jim. Jim. And greatly hugged by Mrs. James Dillingham Young. Is it necessary to... I mean, what are they? Serial killers? Why are we calling them... Oh, she names? prefers that he call her Jim in... Or James in Beth. Not doing it. I'm not... I'm, listen, there's no judgments here. <laughs> James I mean, in bed! I mean, I have to wear my socks. That's one of the rules. If somebody wants to be called whatever during that whole, you know, fiasco, then, you know, fucking let them. Della finished her cry and attended to her cheeks with a powder rag. Socks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, this is going to take all night. Okay, all right, all right. Sorry. Oh, no, we're full. We're through a whole page. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> she stood by the window and looked out dully at a gray cat walking a gray fence in a gray backyard. What is this, Boston? Hey, I'm doing what I can, Mac. I'm just a kitty cat. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow would be Christmas Day, and she only had a dollar eighty-seven with which to buy Jim a present. Oh, it's not going to do anything. <laughs> buy a book. Buy your books with cash. She had been saving every penny she could for months with this result. <laughs> Lies. $1.87 she's been saving for months? Fuck that. No, she's lying. You can do better, Jim. $20 a week doesn't go far. Expenses have been greater than she had calculated. Only $1.87 to buy a present for Jim. Her Jim. Many a happy hour. Wait. Many a happy hour. That explains where all the money went. went. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Get, get him a bottle of tequila or, for Christmas. Oh, Jim, I want to buy Jim something nice. Bring me more whiskey. <laughs> Got to vomit. Many a happy hour she spent planning for something nice for him. Something fine and rare and sterling. Something just a bit near to being worthy of the honor of being owned by Jim. Not like oh, you. Yeah, yeah you, you, know what I'm, you know what I own? Scorn. <laughs> and disdain. I hate this. This is terrible. There was a pier glass between the windows of the room. Perhaps you might have seen a pier glass in an $8 flat. What the fuck is a pier glass? A very thin and very agile person may, by observing his reflection in a rapid sequence of longitudinal. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> longitudinal. Oh. Longitudinal. Long Longitudinal strips <laughs> obtain a fairly accurate conception of his looks. How much longer is this read? Get your ass in the flat. Okay, mama. Can I admit to something here? I actually looked up what a pier glass was last night just because I'd never what, heard of anything. What is it? Because it, what? It is a. It's it's hilarious because it's like this absurdly ornate uh, mirror that you put in between two arch windows of an old Victorian style home. And most pier glasses I had seen look like something that you would find in, like, the, the Biltmore Manor or some shit. So I'm like, okay, this story doesn't make any sense anymore because they own no. one of these. <laughs> yeah, sell the thing. Della being slender had mastered the art. What art? Of being the slender, art of being clearly. slender. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I guess that's an art. 
Suddenly she whirled from the window and stood before the glass. Her away to the window, she flew like a flash. <laughs> Threw open the shutter and showed off her ass. <laughs> Della was popular in New York, they say. Being slender, she had no junk in that trunk. <laughs> her eyes were shining brilliantly, but her face had lost its color within 20 seconds. They timed it, apparently. Mm -hmm. Rapidly, she pulled down her hair and let it fall to its full length. <laughs> now, wow. there were two possessions of James Dillingham Young's. Wait, Young's? I thought it was Young. Well, there's two of them. There's two see. of them, yeah. Two, two Young's. Yes. yes. <laughs> the, okay. the two Utes. <laughs> uh, two possessions in which they took both a took a mighty pride. One is a newly gained pile of lice. <laughs> Why not a game of risk, for God's sake? <laughs> Thought someone would bite at that. Okay. <laughs> One of the possessions was Jim's gold watch that had been his father's and his grandfather's. They smuggled it out of Vietnam. There, in his okay. ass. Oh, I, it yeah. was you. It was you. Fuck! I thought Bob was going to be the one. Shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other was Della's hair. Had the queen. All right, where is this story going now? Had the queen of Sheba lived in the flat across the air shaft, Della would have let her hair hang out the window someday. Just. Uh, day to dry just to depreciate her majesty's jewels and gifts. What the fuck is this story? It's it's a lot of metaphor. He's kind oh, of... Oh, it's getting crazier, I can tell. Yeah, he's paying right a ton away. of overhead to get a single point across in this one paragraph. The, the Mickey Mouse version was significantly simpler. Yeah. <laughs> her hair was nice. Next. <laughs> Had King Solomon put been the janitor with all the treasures piled up in his basement, Jim would have pulled out his watch every time he passed just to see him pluck at his beard for, with envy. He wouldn't have been pulling his watch out. He'd been pulling out his hog. I'd be like, hey, Solomon. Yeah, be envious of this, pal. This is American made. So now Della's beautiful hair fell about her rippling and shining like a cascade of brown waters. Oh, that's not Hello. appealing, yeah, Henry. Wow. Yeah, wow. Well, this is water from Flint, apparently. Way to go with that yeah. metaphor, oh, Henry. Like, I've seen the water in Willy Wonka. Uh-huh. That's not appealing. Like, that chocolate river? No, no one wants that. That's sewage. <laughs> it reached below her knee and made itself almost a garment for her. Was this, Bayonetta? Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> and then she did up again and nervously and quickly. Once she faltered for a minute and stood while a tear or two splashed on the worn red carpet. On went her old brown jacket. On went her old brown hat. Was this Dr. Seuss? <laughs> with a whirl of skirts and with the brilliant sparkle still in her eye, she fluttered out the door <laughs> and down the stairs to the street. <laughs> where she stopped the sign read, Madame Sofrini, hair goods that's, of all uh, kinds. That's Sofroni, actually. Thank you. Sofroni. Yeah. It's from the south side. One flight up, Della ran. And wait, wasn't she just going down... I don't know where this story's going. <laughs> One flight up, Della ran and collected herself, panting. <clears throat> Madam, large, too white. Wow, thanks, man. Chill Where's too white, chilly, hard-looked, the suffering? And yet, that's what it says on my birth certificate. Ain't that a shit? Will you buy my hair? Uh, buy hair? Take your hat off and, uh, let's have a sight at the looks of it. Down rippled the brown cascade. Uh, $20. The shopkeep began lifting the mask with the practice hand. 
Give it to me quick. Uh, uh this we do hair stuff yeah. here. They, That's yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, you're looking for Lone Ranger's mother. She's down the road. Uh, all right. I was kind of afraid that like without all of the um, pageantry of the last couple of years of doing the Cretans Christmas that we would kind of like be um, a little bit behind the eight ball because, you know, we had a lot of assistance. And I'm glad to see that we're just as much of a degenerate production as we were with, like, 60 people helping us along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm still going to mm-hmm. have to do just mm-hmm. as much editing. I know. That's uh, that's that's too fucking bad, Bob. <laughs> this will be the final Cretans Christmas read. Aww. <laughs> Aww. No. What? No. Um, unless Jim does really retire this year. Oh. I'm done. I've told you I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm quitting. It's 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 over. I don't want to do this anymore. This is this is ridiculous. This is just stupid. Whatever. Just read the ad, Jim. Okay. Hi, this is Mouse. I'm Weens, and we are two sisters with the Mouse and Weens podcast. Nice and clear. <laughs> Come take a listen. It's fun. We talk about life, love, and pubic hair. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> and all sorts of fun family memories and stuff. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> We're on all the platforms, and we hope you take a listen. Bye. Bye. Suck it. Uh, hey, Mac, can you spare the time? Oh, uh, uh, Has this ever happened to you? A complete stranger, no doubt better dressed than you, and probably with a larger bank account, scoring flapper ass up in the dozens makes a simple request for the time, but you end up wasting his with your public display of pocket pool? My God, how fucking embarrassing. Maybe if you had spent some of your wife's hair on McSlicker's Platinum Watch Fobs, you wouldn't have brought shame to your family by finger-fucking your wallet and trying to rest your watch, which is as old and decrepit as one would assume, (laughs) just by looking at you, by the way, from the one pocket you have left that doesn't have any holes. Why did you even leave the house today? Now you've made someone else late, you son of a bitch. Someone who doubtlessly has more important things to do than you. Someone who buys McSlicker's Watch Fobs. Probably. (laughs) Bring me pictures of (laughs) Spider-Man! The next two hours tripped by on rosy wings. Forget the hashed metaphor. She was ransacking the stores for Jim's present. She found it at last. Shirley had been made for Jim and no one else. There was no other like it in any of the stores. His name is Jim. Jim, a handsome man with a jaw like a goddamn anvil, hair like Icarus, and just rippling biceps. What? You're really leaning into the Triple J thing. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other like it in any of the stores. And she had turned all of them inside out like that evil Spider-Man. It was a platinum fob chain, simple and chaste in design, properly proclaiming its values by substance alone and not by meticulous ornamentation. This is not written to AP's style guide, as all good things should be. It was even worthy of the watch. As soon as she saw it, she knew that it must be Spider-Man's. It was like him. Quietness and value, the description applied to both. $21 they took from her for it, and she hurried home with the 87 cents and no pictures of (laughs) Spider-Man! With that chain on his watch, Jim might be properly anxious about the time in any company. Grand as the watch was, he sometimes looked on it as sly an account of the old leather strap that he had used in place of a chain. Like we use with Lone Ranger Smoke. God damn it! Oh, I was gonna pick that up. <laughs> Shit! 
When Della reached home, her intoxication gave way a little to prudence and reason. She was a menace, like <laughs> Spider-Man. Knew she was drinking. She got out her curling irons and lighted the gas. It's lit the gas, you son of a bitch, and went to work repairing the ravages made by generosity added to love, which is always a tremendous task, dear friends—a mammoth task. Within forty minutes, her head was covered with tiny, close-lying curls that made her look wondrously like a truant schoolboy, like Spider-Man. <laughs> she looked at her reflection in the mirror long, carefully, and critically. If Jen doesn't kill me, before he takes a second look at me, he'll say, I look like a Coney Island chorus girl. What the hell is that? It's a Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> well, what could I do? Oh, what could I do with a dollar and 87 cents? You could get me pictures of Spider-Man! At seven o'clock, the coffee was made, and the frying pan was on the back of the stove, hot and ready to cook the chops. Jim was never late. Della doubled the fob chain in her hand and sat on the corner of the table near the door he always entered. Then she heard his step on the stair, away down on the first flight, and she turned white for just a moment. She had a habit of saying little silent prayer about the simplest everyday things, and now she whispered, Please God, make him think I am still pretty! <laughs> the door opened and Jim stepped in and closed it. He looked thin and serious, like Spider-Man! Poor fellow, he was only 22 and he had to be burdened with a family. He needed a new overcoat and he was without gloves. I actually feel bad for Jim now. <laughs> Jim stepped inside the door, as immovable as a setter at the scent of a quail. Shut up. His eyes were fixed <laughs> upon Tella, and there was an expression in them she could not read and it terrified her. It was not anger, nor surprise, nor disapproval, nor horror nor any of the other words that I'm going to put in tear to that she'd been prepared for. <laughs> he simply stared at her fixedly with that peculiar expression on his face. She wriggled off the table and went for him. Jen, darling, don't look at me that way. I had my hair cut off and sold because I couldn't have lived through Christmas without giving you a present. You'll grow out again. <laughs> you won't mind, will you? <laughs> I just had to do it. My hair grows awfully fast. Say Merry Christmas, Jim, and let's be happy. No. You don't, you don't know what a nice, what a beautiful nice gift I've gotten for you. Hey, you cut off your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> this is going swimmingly. That was... Oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay. Did you know that the Podfix Network, home of Headline Heroes, Cretans Guild, Podcast Discovery Show, and more, has its own network podcast? Go wherever fine podcasts are found and look for Podfix Presents. Network highlights, interviews, roundtables, and more. All showcasing the eclectic depth of Podfix talent. So, subscribe today. Podfix presents on your podcast app of choice. And check us out at www.podfixnetwork.com, at Podfix on Twitter, and official underscore Podfix on the gram. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved. Hey, oh, I'm Madden Sophroni of Madam Sophroni's Hair Goods. <clears throat> of all kinds come by our store for all of your unnervingly niche hair goods needs this week's clearances 
brunette cummerbunds, blonde balaclavas, and Jerry Kurt curl jumpsuits. That's Aye. it, Madame Sophronis. Any Americans? What? what? Any Americans? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, those were in the hat section though, over there, because I use the same equipment to make all of them, even though the functions are completely separate. It's over there. You can see it. Hey, could you say something good about my store? It's well kept. It's 50 bucks for this for renting this equipment. I got to make the most of it. That is at Madame Sophronie's next to the Feet Emporium. I'm a regular customer there. And the Dismembered Member Showcase. And remember, we don't sell any fucking wigs, because that'd be crazy, right? <laughs> Get it? It's a store that sells shit made out of hair. Never no, mind. no, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah, don't explain the joke. Uh, all right, that's one sponsorship in the can. Jim, laboriously, as if he had not arrived at that patent fact, yet even after the hardest mental labor. Fucking O. Henry, man. Cut it off and sold it. Don't you like me just as well? Anyhow, I'm me without my hair, ain't I? Jim looked about the room curiously. Hey, you say your fucking hair's gone. <laughs> you need it. look for it like an Easter egg hunt. It's sold, I tell you. Sold and gone, too. <clears throat> Usually that's what happens when you sell shit. It goes away. It's Christmas Eve, boy. <laughs> Be good to me. For it went for you. <laughs> Maybe the hairs of my head were numbered, but nobody could ever count my love for you. Shall I put the chops on, Jim? As uh, Della shamelessly showed off her uh, literature degree, out of his trance, Jim seemed to quickly wake. He unfolded his Della for ten seconds... Doubt either one of these people can count that high. Let us regard with discreet scrutiny some inconsequential object in the other room. Hey, look at the fucking hat rack for a second, you (laughs) fucking weirdo! I love this new voice. (laughs) Oh, look, a can of spinach! Six more seconds! Should I get the can opener? Yo, yeah, go for it! Eight dollars a week or a million a year? What is the difference? A lot. It's a, a big fucking difference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can only count to a dollar eighty-seven, but I know that's a fucking lot of money. Eight dollars a week. You times that by fifty fucking two. You get 416 or some shit. That's a lot less than a million. Uh, corollary to that, a mathematician or a wit would give you the wrong answer. <laughs> the Magi brought valuable gifts, but that was not among them. This dark assertion. Oh, we're bringing God them damn. into this now. <laughs> this dark assertion will be eliminated later on. <laughs> Jim drew a package from his overcoat pocket and threw it upon the table. You might as well just take that and run with it. Hey, my dick. <laughs> Don't make it. <laughs> Don't make any mistake about me. I don't think there's anything in the way of a haircut or a shave or a shampoo that could make me like my girl any less. But if you'll unwrap that package, you may see why you had me going for a while at first. I swear to God, you're killing me. This couple obviously fell in love with each other due to their voices. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> they both have very strong character. Light fingers and nimble tore at the string and paper. And then an ecstatic scream of joy. I was expecting it from Della, but... <laughs> Jim is full of surprises. And then, alas, a quick feminine change to hysterical tears and wails, and whoever wants to take that one, feel free. <laughs> that was more banshee. <laughs> this... <laughs> Uh, hysterical oh, tears Jesus. and wails, uh, necessitating the immediate employment of all the comforting powers of the Lord of the Flat. And whoever wants hey, to take that one. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Box was just unwrapped. Uh, for there lay the combs, the set of combs side and back that Della had worshipped long ago in a Broadway window. Not for too long. Um, beautiful combs, pure tortoise shell, and jeweled rims. Just the shade to wear in the beautiful vanished hair. They were expensive combs, she knew, and her heart had simply craved and yearned over them without the least hope of possession. And now they were hers, but the tresses that should have adorned the coveted adornments were gone. A real fucking good writing there, O. Henry. Using adorned and adornments in the same sentence? Get the fuck out of here. You're not that good a writer. Excuse me, I'm O. Henry, and I wrote this masterpiece of character-driven moral fiction. And I'll have you now. That I was once poet laureates of the United States of these nuts you gents may continue. She hugged them to her bosom. Yay! There it is. <laughs> and at length, <laughs> she was able to look up with dim eyes and smile and say, My hair grows so fast. Jim, oh, oh, wait. And then Della leapt up like a little singed cat and cried. Burning cats are adorable. <laughs> Jim had not yet seen his beautiful present. She held Man, it. Where's out my fucking present? <laughs> she held it out to him eagerly upon your upon her open palm. The dull, precious metal seemed to flash with a reflection of her bright and ardent spirit. Isn't it a dandy, Jim? I hunted all over town to find it. You'll have to look a hundred times over a day now. <laughs> Give me your watch. I want to see how it looks on it. You okay there, Della? <laughs> Our neighbors must hate us! Straight up, uh, this place that I live in right now, you can hear everything out in the hallway. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so I hope they've been enjoying the uh, backstage production of this play. Uh, if they haven't, well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be hearing about it in, like, maybe 30 minutes. Um, instead of obeying, Jim tumbled down on the couch and put his hands under the back of his head and smiled. Della, let's put our Christmas presents away and fucking keep them away. <laughs> They're too nice to use just to presents. I sold the watch to buy you money for your fucking combs. You fucking what? Now put the fucking chops on. I'm hungry. <laughs> the Magi, as you know, were wise men. Wise guys. Unlike the pricks that have been reading this thing. Yeah. Hey, 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 baby hey. Jesus, uh, here's some fucking gold. Hey, baby Jesus, here's some fucking frankincense. Oh, yeah? Here's some myrrh. You need some myrrh? <laughs> anyway, these were wise men. Wonderfully wise guys who brought gifts to the babe in the manger. They invented the art of giving Christmas presents. That was their PR. Being wise, <laughs> their gifts were no doubt wise ones. Use that adjective again, bitch. I dare you. Possibly bearing the privilege of exchange in case of duplication. 
And here I have lamely related to you. Can confirm. Self-awareness. It's a virtue. (laughs) The uneventful chronicle of two foolish children in a flat who most unwisely... What the fuck, man? Good God. Excuse me. I'm O. Henry, the creator of this solemn and earth-shattering work of character-driven wall fiction. Is that Hitchcock I'm doing? I think it is. I think yeah. that's Hitchcock. Yeah. Hitchcock. I thought it was Alan Rickman. Oh, sorry about that. That's, <laughs> that's Alan Rickman off the set, right? I'm Alan Rickman. No, and that's these Alan Rickman. children are foolish. Yeah, he was not alcoholic. And unwisely sacrificed for each other. Well, I'm still Henry, and I forgot what I was going to say. Carry on, assholes. And here I have lamely related to you the uneventful chronicle of two foolish children in a flat who most unwisely sacrificed for each other the greatest treasures of their house. But in the last words of the wise of these days, let it be said that of all who give a f- uh, gifts, these two were the wisest. <laughs> of all who give and receive f- uh, gifts, such as they are wisest. Everywhere they are wisest. They are the hey, magi. Yeah, you're wise. You're wise. Everyone's a wise guy. There's so hey, many wise then, guys. Look, this guy thinks I'm wise, Dell. <laughs> So, uh, you got any more of that hair? Because I used it all already. <clears throat> uh, I don't know if I have any hair, but I do have a challenge. Oh, shit. An impromptu Christmas challenge, huh? A Creighton's Guild Christmas challenge for the championship. God, four years into this bullshit, uh, and we're still doing firsts. We are. That's yeah, fucking cool. Right. So, this one's going to be simple. Uh-huh. I am going to put a link in Slack. Bob? Yeah. You, since you are going to be the arbiter, the the guy in the booth, per se, the guy, the the rules guy here, Mm -hmm. uh, can you roll the dice for us rather than us rolling them ourselves? Best out of five, roll a D100. Uh Uh-huh. The winner takes the belt. What's what's the winning condition? Highest number. Although, are we, are we able to share our screens, Bob? Yeah, I put it right there. Oh, fuck it up. Okay, well, if we can share our screens, then... This kind of sucks, though. I was kind of waiting for Jay to cut one of his epic promos on me. I haven't been the receiver of one of those yet. Yeah, I like you, Wait though. for it. Aww. I like you. All I don't right. like Justin. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At, uh, that poor schmuck. Anyway. All right. All right, so who is this first roll for? This one will be for Corey. He's the champion. He oh, Actually, Corey can choose who this is going to be for since he's champion. Ah. Champion's choice. For you. Okay. It's your roll. Alright. So Jay rolls first. Yep. Uh what I do? I hit go or start. Fuck if I know. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> Alright, let's... Right, so our first roll is 45. Okay, so I got a 45. And Corey gets an 86. Fuck. That's <laughs> That's one for Corey. Alright. Right. Alright, Bob, your turn. Or right. uh, my turn. Yeah. First roll is a 49. Okay. For Jay. Second roll, 14 for Corey, ah, so we're tied. Fuck One you, each. Corey. <laughs> That's All mean. Right. Round three. 39 for Jay. All right, this is getting worse and worse. 14 for Corey. That's Jay, two to one. Two losses. Uh-oh. I need one more, and I am the four-time champion? Yeah, four-time champion. All right. Roll for Jay, 21. That's not good. Pump it up. Roll for Corey, 48. Okay. We're tied. Right. Two, two. Two to two. All right. Winner winner take all on this one. I'm probably going to roll like a three. <laughs> well, let's see. 86. 86 okay. For, Cor- for Jay. Son of a bitch. And Corey gets a 50. 
And that is why I am the greatest champion of all time. The single greatest Cretan Guilds champion of all time. Four time champion. This right here, Ric Flair did this on television for me. He was predicting my dominance, not his, mine. This isn't for the four horsemen. This is for me being a four time champion. Corey, I'm sorry. You're a wonderful guy. You're just not a very good champion. You lost. Bob, how? Out of this uh, dynamic that Jay and I have, uh, that's newly established tonight. Who of us would you assume would be the heel? Oh, definitely Jay. Jay? No, it, it's, it's it's actually it's actually me, because I want to direct your attention to something. Oh. I didn't accept this fucking challenge. <laughs> I didn't make it official. Y'all just said we're gonna roll a hundred sided die for the belt. Bob, what are the rules? Challenges can be made at any time, 24 hours after a champion has been crowned, mm -hmm. and it has to meet the approval of at least, it has to receive two votes from either one of the three founding members, the three of us, uh -huh. or a previous champion. Ooh, the drama. And I count as two of those. I'm a previous champion and a founding member. Or I allowed it as well, which gave the two votes. Or he allowed that, it as well? All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I have two votes that say fuck your mouth. <laughs> I lost to a goddamn dice roll. I could. I wanted to do something simple for the oh. show. <laughs> Feel oh. free to challenge me the next time. Uh, the next time we're on, it's going to have to be good, and it's going to have to be nice and complicated, so I can recuse some of my self-esteem. God, are you? Ugh. I'm really surprised that you were able to beat Adam during the video game award pickums because you literally made those choices an hour before the show. Yeah, but I also okay. This is going to sound like a heel. I also know video games, so yeah, he, he, he's I, yeah. in it. <laughs> I mean, I read about this shit like almost 18 hours a day. I kind of knew where it was going to go. I'm a little surprised that Deathloop didn't get the uh, the game of the year. Though I thought that was a lock. To Corey's point on this, though. Mm -hmm. Adam does know a lot about video games. He knows he a lot. He doesn't know video games to the level that Corey does. Yeah, I'm... I'm... Adam knows a lot of mainstream stuff. Mm-hmm. He is very much down, right, right down the fucking alleyway on, on mainstream, like, AAA releases. Yeah, and I was actually kind of afraid, too. Uh, you know, not, uh, not to necessarily gloss Adam. The guy doesn't need it. <laughs> no. Um, but... Because of the VGA, because of the nature of the VGA, it's always some sort of. It seems like there's always some sort of like a, a production struggle between doing the industry right and trying to make video games more appealing to the mainstream. So they tend to like, they tend to shift the balance over to the bigger titles, the stuff that people have yeah. heard of. So in that way, because Deathloop was, I believe, more well marketed than It Takes Two was, I thought Deathloop was definitely going to be handed that one. Especially with the uneven nature of like the reviews that came out, if anybody remembers how that went, uh, the fact that de that it takes two was not only in the show or not only in like more than four categories was a pretty damn surprising, and I assume that was going to be filler. But b the fact that it s almost like swept uh, several key categories is like wow. So because of that, I kind of thought that Adam was going to get it was going to take it. He would have known more about the VGAs than I would have, but because there was so much more indie shit there, I was like, you know, <laughs> they're doing this for a reason. Well, there was there was more logical choices I think made because mm -hmm. uh, Corey, I did, I don't know if you know, I did picks as well, just in case you weren't you weren't able to get your picks in, which which is going to lead to a whole other scenario here of us having to be co champions. Yeah, but, I th I thought I thought you were going to like somehow like flip that into the next belt challenge, uh, which I would have maybe. 
I would have been fine I, with. I have, because... I have, I have, I have things in my back pocket for future stuff. Don't worry. There's, there yeah. is, there is an entire plan in place. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think one of the things that that we both did is that we we looked at it a little more logically. Mm-hmm. Um, like with uh, best sound design, we both picked Forza. Yeah. Because we look at it and we go, well, that's what a car sounds like. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> it's it's, it's a unbelievable sim. audio process. A sim so, absolutely must be immersive, and yeah. sound design is very important to that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So, Adam, so, Adam did Adam did great. Yeah. It's so, not great enough. So your actual picks weren't all Metroid Dread. You actually no had legit- no no. <laughs> Those were his jokey haha. Picks. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought that's where he was going with it. Because okay. you, you and I had talked earlier in the day, um, and you were you had told me that your coverage was kind of spotty. Mm-hmm. So when when I knew that was going on, I I sent Bob like actually like legit picks of like hey just in case here's this and then we can turn this into a whole drama mm-hmm. thing if we have to it'll be fun yeah but yeah so and, we we both would have beaten him instead you turned it into a victory by die roll yep oh I hate my <laughs> life so much right now <laughs> <laughs> four time you fucking you nut shotting jet setting high styling and profiling nature boy woo look i'm not gonna lie to you three of my four victories are like the cheapest fucking wins i could have ever possibly gotten and i'm mm-hmm. ecstatic for it like i'm pretty sure one of my wins was for the cretans guild royal rumble mm-hmm. and the only reason i won is because i was like the last entrant well, and everyone was wrecked <laughs> thankfully somebody actually documents this uh-huh that would be bob yeah that would be mm-hmm. me uh, let's see, Jay. Your first victory was zombie dice roll. Okay, that was a well one. That was a well one victory. That was, was that was that was actually earned. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Your next was the St. Patrick's Day drink challenge. Oh, that one was good too. Yeah. No, I actually made a really good drink. To that, uh, Jay, you won a video game trivia challenge. Oh, with you and Justin. That's right. <laughs> didn't didn't Justin challenge me? We we were talking video games. It was you and Adam, and then I decided, oh, hey, let's right. make you an open Justin challenge. In. Since he was the defending champion, so like, give him a chance to defend the title, which was not that good for him. <laughs> he did horribly. That was those were some pretty damn good questions too, because I was kind of like following along on him. I was like, I don't know some of these. I don't know a lot of them. That's and okay. Then, if you had done a Disney trivia, Justin would have waxed me. So. <laughs> We each have. Probably. All right. Well, I got to live this down now. I'm one of Jay's like escalating pile of. I don't want to say victims. Bodies. Bodies. Yeah, you're just a pile of bodies. Uh, all right. Well, congratulations. Win again. I think is what you're trying to say. I win again. Yeah, I will be challenging you. Like too fucking sweet. Oh, that's fine. I just got to come up with something that's appropriately complicated, so I can feel <laughs> just... good about taking it back. <laughs> Because it's not going to be, let's do tic-tac-toe for the belt. You'll win. I'm terrible at tic-tac-toe. You can ask Meredith. She beat me like 30 times when we were in San Francisco. That's that's the thing. I'm kind of shit at that too. So it would be an even match. Well, how about that? It would be an even match. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking uh, I had a good time uh, last uh, last uh, cast using the, um, the, uh, the board game streaming uh, service. <sighs> I forgot what it was called already. Great. Uh, board Game Arena? Yeah, Board Game Arena too. So it might involve that. It might be something a That'd little be bit... Fun. I don't know. Splendid than tonight's challenge. Oh, I maybe. wonder where that's going. <laughs> maybe not. Or maybe it could be a ticket to misery <laughs> and other board game references that uh, I, t- I, t- I tell I'm you too what. Lazy to come I up tell with you right what. Now. I'm going to do this. Why? Why? Next podcast. Mm-hmm. Open challenge to both of you. To both of us. Yep. I'll put the belt on the line. I'll th- a, Cre- a Cretans Guild Rumble. We are going to okay. play. I will let you guys decide what we're going to play. 
I'm when's, just putting the belt up. When's the last time Bob won one? 2017. 2017? Yes. That's like three apartments ago. Yeah. <laughs> and how, what, what was your win, Bob? Oh, I had defeated Corey in 20 rounds of Mario Party 2. <laughs> that was a pretty bad fucking beating. I remember that. <laughs> I would forfeit Mario Party. Just yeah. Just like, you're playing Mario Party. You can have the title. <laughs> <laughs> I am not subjecting myself to that. <laughs> this belt means everything to me. We found Corey's uh, Achilles heel here. We need to play games that involve dice against him. <laughs> I don't know. I think I did pretty well in zombie dice because there's at least some, you know, uh, manipulation of chance going on in that, right? You lost. You did. Well, then fuck dice, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And if we go by what we played last week, you you lost Yahtzee, too. Oh, God, that's true. No wonder I lost 800 bucks at the craps table. You didn't hear that from me. Pretty sure I did. All right. Well, you know, you know what else you heard? (laughs) Bob hasn't had the belt since 2017. Let's let's pick on him for a little bit. Actually, um, no, it's not pick on you. That's kind of. Nasty. So we need to come up with a challenge. That's three ways. No Lone Ranger's mother here. She's worn out. She's tired. Yeah, she had a, she had a bit of a rough night, <laughs> like most nights. But <laughs> this one in particular was was kind of hard on her. Yeah, like most things are hard on her. It's but. Christmas. It's cold outside. All right. Sure. That was our Christmas episode <laughs> and our final podcast for 2021. Thank God this year is finally over. Uh-huh. Yep. It is indeed. Uh, thank you all for listening. As always, we are the Cretans Guild. We appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us tonight. Uh, please be sure to follow us on socials. You can find us at Cretans Guild pretty much everywhere, all over the web. Bob is a Christmas present. I'm not going to say it this week. Please be sure to follow Bob on YouTube. He is Skipper Bob's Breakdowns. He is an Orlando lifestyle vlogger and does awesome coverage of Orlando and the area theme parks and attractions around the area. I am... Square. I couldn't remember what's my channel name. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> my, my channel is Square Pegs on YouTube. I do all kinds of video game coverage. And Corey, you can find on Instagram at a loser got lost, where he does all kinds of amazing architecture photograph or photography from about his various travels through the country. Photographicality. Photographicality. Yes. It's been a long hour, guys. Every, it's been a long hour. Every time you ring into uh, Bob's, uh, mention of Bob's uh, channel, I keep thinking that you're going to say he is an Orlando legend. And honestly, that should be what his channel bio is. I'm down for that. Yeah. I mean, who's going to argue it? All right. Get a publicist, Bob. Start cracking it. So until next time, guys, thank you again for listening to this month's, or this month's, thank you again for listening (laughs) to this year's Cretans Guild Christmas uh, featuring just the Cretans with the gift of the Magi. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, Henry can go fuck himself. Uh, (laughs) Until next year where we do something else. Hey, if you listen to the episode, comment on what we should do next year for our Christmas special. Yeah. And as always, welcome to the guild. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.